Good evening and welcome to the 2022 Scopey Awards. Yeah, 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 yeah. Live from the red carpet, your host Will Brost and co-hosting and posting up, also on the red carpet, <laughs> Patrick Anderson. <laughs> <laughs> I'm here, I'm here. How are you? How are you? I'm doing great and it's good to be back for another year. Awesome, yes, what an exciting night in music. Uh, the 2022 Scopey Awards, which is kind of the musical equivalent to the Oscars or the Tonys or the Emmys. I can't, I don't think there's like a music award show that really uh, is prominent like that, except for ours, right? I would say it's all of those rolled into one. Yeah. Actually watchable. That's right. That's right. So, even though it's a podcast, <laughs> it's most certainly not watchable. That's the one <laughs> word I would not use to describe this award show. Uh, you can stare at your podcast player and look at our logo for 40 minutes if you'd like. But that's Yeah, exactly. But on the audio side of things, no one does it better. Um, so we are here celebrating uh, the best and, you know, a couple of slightly negative awards in here as well. But we're recapping the year in music as we've done for the past few years. The Scopey Awards, we have five categories tonight, one of which is a brand new category, uh, which we're excited to uh, debut here. Mm-hmm. Um, so we've got, in no order, we'll figure out how we want to present these, but for your sake, uh, we have the most pleasantly surprising album. We have the inverse of that, the most disappointing album. We have the best breakthrough artist. We have the new award, the best album concept. And then, of course, we have best picture. So... Uh, where would you like to begin? Oh, it's a tough one, mm-hmm. but... And what an award show we are. Nothing's planned. Yeah. We are just, hey, which award do you want to give out right now? <laughs> that, would be, that would be so great if like the Oscars just did that. Like The host of the Oscars was like, all right, what do you guys think? What should we start with? All right, bring out Jack Lemon. Have him present. Uh, let's do Best Supporting Actor right now. <laughs> <laughs> Should we get, like, best costume out of the way, or should we just go ahead and get the best picture award? Everyone's here for best picture. Let's just do that. Yeah. Um, That would be fantastic. (laughs) Oh, God. I applaud us getting through that bit without doing a Will Smith, Chris Rock joke, uh, which was... It was just sitting there for us, and, uh, you know... No, we're we're better than that. Yeah, we're we're slightly better than that, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Now, now it'll it'll happen at some point during the podcast now because it's in the back of our heads. <laughs> we'll get, we'll get uh, uh, one of our nominees. We'll just slap one of the other nominees, um, yeah. and it, it's not going to be pretty. I'm not sure what's going to happen when that happens on our turf here. Um, <sighs> we didn't invest in security at all for this award show. Uh, it's kind of just the two of us running this thing. So yeah, you know, I have a little bit of experience, I guess, working at like Starbucks, but. <laughs> That, that's about it. That's that's as much as I've got in terms of handling people. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing stuff. <laughs> All right. So yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, which uh, which award would you like to hand out first? Speaking of slaps, these albums all nice slap. Nice, nice. Most pleasantly surprising. Or what if I just went <laughs> with, like, yeah. I, I would say, uh, yeah, most pleasantly surprising album. All right. And uh, just, uh, I don't know how many nominees you did, but uh, the way I did it, and the way we're going to do this, is uh, each of us is going to give out an award for this, right? So I have five nominees for each award. I'm going to give the, an award to some, one of those nominees. 
and then you'll do the same. Uh, or we can reverse that order. Again, we're doing this award show on the fly. We haven't <laughs> scripted anything. Um, exactly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So uh, that's the idea. We're finding things like around the house to hand out, off to the uh, to the <laughs> nominees. <laughs> that's right. Just, I'm decluttering my room. Um, so yeah, each... and we're nominating people at the same time uh, that we're giving out the awards. <laughs> <laughs> These people just showed up thinking they could be nominated for this, and. Uh, We'll see. Um, but yeah, each award is going to have two winners, one from Patrick and one from myself. Um, so would you would you like to start with the most pleasantly surprising, or would you like me to go first? I'm curious to hear yours first. Okay. All right. So, and then I can start the next one. So most pleasantly surprising album, which is a bit of a backhanded award if we're being a little honest here. But um, yeah. <laughs> my five nominees are... The Weekend with Dawn FM, oh. Animal Collective with Time Skiffs, Blade and Echo 2K with Crest, Soul Glow with Diaspora Problems, mm. and Billy Woods, Ethiopes, the famously inconsistently bad Billy Woods who I never ever praise on this podcast yeah, this is, ever. <laughs> <laughs> this is definitely a, a, a dark horse pick for this. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Billy Woods is uh, always great, and uh, you know that if you listen to this podcast. Uh, so he's the safest bet. He's like the least likely to ever win an award like this. That literally takes like the pleasant and the pleasantly surprising. <laughs> You're like, oh, I'm glad that this is good again. Right, that's it. Yes, it's like, oh, wow, yeah, Billy Woods put out another great album. Um, <laughs> so, uh, yeah, uh, my winner going to be who's going to be soul glow with diaspora oh, problems nice. yeah so I'm just curious why this is so pleasantly surprising exactly right so again it kind of sounds like a backhanded compliment um so just to get this out of the way i'm not like quote unquote pleasantly surprised at how much i love this album not because like i didn't expect soul glow to put out a great record i had never heard of this band before uh, i had no prior mm -hmm. experience with them so this isn't me saying like, wow, I can't believe I actually liked something that Soul Glow released. Not at all. The reason Diaspora Problems wins this award is because of my own personal hangups, I guess, right? So when this album came out, I saw all of the positive acclaim. You know, Best New Music from Pitchfork, Yellow Flannel from Fantano, uh, Rate Your mm -hmm. Music, Love, right? But I held off on listening to it because I noticed it was being labeled a hardcore punk record, uh, which is a genre of music I personally tend not to enjoy very much for the most part. Um, it's not something I really go out of my way to listen to. But Patrick decided to celebrate it on our uh, Q1 episode earlier in the year, even though the record had... This is true. It, it had like dropped maybe a few days before we did the podcast, and you were like, yeah. I just got to talk about this album. And so I checked it, this album out based on your recommendation more than anything. And yeah, uh, not only do I love this album, it's one of my absolute favorite records of the entire year. Um, Patrick is following along as I slowly reveal my album of the year list, but I'm at my top 10, and uh, Soul Glow hasn't come up yet, so... Yep. I'm I'm really loving it. Uh, I love the aggression. I love the messaging on here. The performances are fucking amazing. Uh, I love the hip-hop influence. Like, this is hardcore punk, but it's a lot more than hardcore punk at the same time. It's just a fantastic album that I would recommend even to people who aren't typically into this genre. So, uh, shout-out to Soul Glow. 
That's fantastic. That's yeah. a, that, that was a great way to look at the pleasantly surprising. Yeah, I just uh, never thought an category. album in this genre would be like one of my absolute standouts for the year. But uh, but yeah, here we are. Yeah, that one was, uh, man, yeah, I remember like listening to it at the beginning of the year. It is one of those albums that just was like, whoa, hold on a second. Mm-hmm. Like this is mm-hmm. definitely why everyone's talking about it. Absolutely. And I had to. I was like, well, everyone's loving it. Surely there's probably something here. And yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. So all yeah. right. I what? like that take on the on this category. Because I, I went the other direction with it, <laughs> which was like I didn't expect to like uh <laughs> hey, this. it's it's a backhanded compliment, but still a compliment. You know, this is yeah. a good award in theory, you know. It's just a, Yeah. Yeah. Like, if I had any indication of the band before and I was like, oh, like, this this album is, uh, like, maybe going to be good, they didn't make this list. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And also, yeah, this is this is kind of me, like, hating a little bit, I guess. That's all right. We do that. <laughs> um, but my, my nominees, then, for Most Pleasantly Surprising Album were Death Cab for Cutie, mm. Asphalt Meadows, Blade... Spider, <laughs> Biba Doobie, mm. Beatopia, Willie Nelson, mm. A Beautiful Time, mm-hmm. and Drake in 21 Savage. Son of a bitch. Her loss. <laughs> this is where the Chris Rock Will Smith happens right here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Drake is like definitely here right now. <laughs> Nobody else could make it, but Drake was Drake decided to show up. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> oh god that's definitely true like you wouldn't see like Biba Doobie at our award show but Drake would still show oh, up absolutely Drake just wants to, a Scopey just to so make bad sure we get it right Drake has never won a Scopey you know so uh, he, he really wants this one <laughs> he has all the Grammys all right. in the world it's <laughs> the so most pleasantly surprising album is Willie Nelson. Nice. A Beautiful Time. Very nice. Willie Nelson, who has famously never put out a good album. So uh, I, right. I, I'm kidding. I am curious. because uh, Exactly. I was like, Willie Nelson, this guy? Come on, I've listened to all of his stuff, <laughs> right. and I've never been impressed. <laughs> <laughs> right. But, I mean, I'm sure you'll get into it, but maybe a similar thing to what I'm getting at, perhaps, with, a, with my reasoning, maybe a little bit. Yeah, I think that it's pre- yeah, kind of similar. Like, I had obviously, surprised, heard of Willie Nelson <laughs> before listening to this album. So I guess it's different, like, because I hadn't heard of Soul Glow before mm. hearing that album either. Mm-hmm. Um, but I hadn't actually ever listened to a Willie Nelson project, like, in full before this one. And it's not that I, like, didn't expect to enjoy Willie Nelson as an artist. Like, I expect when I go back, because I'm definitely going to go back now, um, and listen through to some classic Willie Nelson records that I'll probably really like them. Hmm. But I didn't expect to like his 2022 album right? as much as I did. Like, you know, no shade to him as, like, the legend that he is, but, like, he's a country artist. I don't generally listen to a lot, if any, country during the year. Um, I haven't really liked that much country in the past, even when it comes to like legends in the country <laughs> music world. When I listen through to an album, it's like, it's good, but it's not something that I'm like, oh, this is awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, 
And so 2022, older artists, you know, doesn't generally pan out like that they put out their best stuff. But he still put out something that not only was a great country album, but it caught my attention and just ended up being like, ended up making my top 50. Yeah. And uh, being one of my like, one of the most wholesome records that I've heard um, and enjoyed in quite a long time. Yeah, that's all. Yeah. It makes me want to check it out uh, because I thought this was a pretty good year for country music or country adjacent music, at least, uh, at least by the. Uh, by my standards and my expectations i suppose um, yeah i think so too and this like being a straight up you know yeah just a true blue true, country like old-fashioned yeah. country album was a was a pretty big surprise to me but yeah the the songwriting on here is like you know again i haven't listened to that much uh willie nelson like from the past so I, I know that he's a savant in terms of like lyrical work for the country music scene but it's it like translates really well to listening to this now too because it just it's very straightforward very to the point he goes like into all this like esoteric stuff about aging growing older and like but he does it in such a like simple like way that's just easy to understand and also very wholesome and endearing like there's just such a great feeling with this album, um, and it's really like it's really poignant in a lot of ways too. So, and the instrumentation is very minimal and stripped back and um, relaxing. It's it's just such a pleasant. Yeah, this actually, I guess I did. I <laughs> pleasant. Did, I used the pleasant with the pleasantly <laughs> surprised. Very nice. Uh, yeah, well, that's a very good pick. A deserving winner. Oh wait, uh, what? Uh, Drake, don't don't do. It. He's eighty nine. Just stay in your seat. Come on, fantastic, yeah, unbelievable, Drake. Jesus, that is just yeah, what I'm, the heck. Just, sorry to all the all the viewers again. Everybody <laughs> viewing the podcast. Oh uh, yeah, what unbelievable. We <laughs> crazy, um, but yeah. Uh, and although and I, it seems that that Drake's hand is now oh, uh, sprained no. after slapping Willie Nelson. Oh no, Drake. Yeah, no. Willie Nelson's fine, but Drake actually. <laughs> this is amazing. We're 14 minutes into this podcast. <laughs> We're not going to make it through. <laughs> All Our right. podcast time is very limited. Oh, God. Oh, and since since we've mentioned it, like as far as album of the year stuff, you may wonder, why aren't we awarding song of the year and album of the year at this award show? Well, and that's because it's a great question, but also... <laughs> uh we are our next episode will be the songs of the year episode and then the episode after that will be the albums of the year episode um and if you can't wait uh to hear our albums of the year we are posting them right now slowly but surely on our twitter and instagram accounts so um yeah um yeah we can't make it we we can barely have enough time to make it through these five (laughs) categories there's absolutely no way we can uh Stick <laughs> together those in the same podcast. That's so. real. That's real. Um, the, Drake's not even going to win anything. We've talked about him for six minutes. I think <laughs> it's what we do on this pod. Um, so, where do you want to yeah. go next? Um, I think that it's only natural. Yeah. yeah, that we take it a new direction with most disappointing album. Yeah, that's that's a fair. That's a nice like compliment, right? And this is one I could yeah. also see Drake being nominated in, but we'll see. <laughs> 
All right. Uh, most disappointing album. Uh, this was stacked. <laughs> um, my nominees. Uh, Father John Misty, Chloe and the Next 20th Century, mm-hmm. and Kendrick Lamar, Mr. Morale and the Big Steppers, mm-hmm. Kiwi Jr., Chopper, Rina Sawayama, Hold the Girl, Whitney, Spark, and Jesus Christ. Um, the winner, quote-unquote, saddest drum roll of all time. Yeah, 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 yeah. Kendrick Lamar, Mr. Morale, and, uh, yeah, yeah. and the Big Steppers. Um so, un- like I said, unfortunately, this was a really stacked category, but ultimately, I had to go with uh, my my one of one of my favorite artists, by the way, Kendrick Lamar's "Mr. Morale" mm-hmm. and the Big Steppers. Uh, and this album is definitely my favorite album amongst these nominees by far, but it's also the most disappointing album of 2022 for me personally. Um, on this album, Kendrick is still one of the best rappers out from a technical perspective, right? Like his flows, his rhyming, his cadences, they're all on point and they're all, they all remind me of why I'm such a big Kendrick Lamar fan. Um, But there were elements of this record I found to be pretty inconsistent, such as the quality of the instrumentals, which I thought were hit or miss, uh, Mm -hmm. the performances from featured guests, which I thought were hit or miss, uh, and yep. the, and especially the effectiveness of the commentary and the the perspective on the album, which at times I found incredibly frustrating and clumsy. I don't want to spend a whole lot of time on that or on this quote unquote winner in general uh, because I've already shared my thoughts in much more detail on the episode uh, we did where we reviewed this album for like an hour plus. Um, but I definitely have problems with this album. Even if I ultimately gave it a slightly positive 6 out of 10 score, um, 6 out of 10 seems low, and it it is for a Kendrick Lamar album, but on my scale, that's over 5, which means I did like the album overall. Um, mm-hmm. it, it's actually the only album of these nominees that I would say I liked. Um, but disappointment, mean, it, it, the, the expectations were also by far the highest because this is a Kendrick Lamar album, the first one in five years. Uh, even if Rina Sawayama's previous record was my album of the year for 2020, which it was, that record is fucking amazing, Kendrick Lamar was my artist of the decade for the 2010s. I am subjectively yeah. a huge fan of this guy's work and he is objectively one of the most important rappers of his generation. And so I did somewhat like this album to an extent, but that doesn't mean it wasn't disappointing. So, uh, yeah, Kendrick Lamar. Yeah. We're shaking our heads. Yeah. it's a, and, and by the way, I, I am very much excited for the next Kendrick Lamar album. You know, I don't think this is like the end or anything. I think I'm, I'm really excited for, for what's to come. Yeah. Um, and there were songs, songs that I could pull apart and, like, I find are great. Um, yeah. But as a whole, again, I don't want to get too much into it because I already spilled my thoughts for an hour. Um, but, yeah. Yeah, it's just not quite there. Right, right. It's disappointing, just, not bad. It's disappointing. Yeah. So. Yeah, yeah, that one, that, one makes, that one makes a lot of sense, I think. Yeah, so. Yeah, it makes so much sense, in fact, that... Oh, my nominees are Kendrick Lamar, Mr. Morale, and mm-hmm. the Big Steppers. Mm-hmm. Showed my hand a little bit there. 
Arctic Monkeys, The Car. Mm. Post Malone, 12 Carat Toothache. I forgot he released an album. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, pretty much. Arcade Fire, We. Yeah, that's a good one. And Drake. (laughs) Honestly, (laughs) never mind. (laughs) So good. (laughs) Her loss was pleasant. From storming off stage just to see if they'll get an award. (laughs) Her loss was pleasantly surprising because two months earlier. (laughs) That's great. (laughs) Oh, God. I really... uh, All right, drum roll. Yeah, right. I really want to give this to Drake, but it's going to Kendrick Lamar also. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. This was honestly... uh, Never mind. Uh, this was uh, honestly going to go to Arcade Fire for a second. Mm, mm. Um, but I'm just like, the the reason it's going to Kendrick is because Arcade Fire, like the last time we kind of got an album from them, um, it was already so disappointing that I my hopes for this one were pretty low. Right. And it's disappointing. Well, let's not get it twisted. Yeah, yeah. But uh, it's more of just kind of like, yeah, it's about what I expected. The Kendrick, this one, it's pretty much what you said just now. It's what we talked about on the podcast. There's just so much um, expectation surrounding a Kendrick Lamar release. Like, everything kind of stops in the music world mm-hmm. for a second. And, uh, yeah, it's like, it's it's there's not a lot of artists out there that can make that happen. So whenever like something like this happens where it's a pretty just lackluster, um, effort, like uh, there's definitely moments on here that are really awesome. Like he's still Kendrick Lamar, but I don't know whenever it comes through with this effort of just like, it's a little headier or it's a little less heady than it thinks it is. Mm -hmm. Uh, and like the like you said the features on here are just very phoned in a lot of times and the album concept itself honestly is not executed uh i think that cleanly right it's just it's just disappointing it, it gives me kind of a very sad feeling a feeling of disappointment you would say yeah yeah, uh, <laughs> I would say that. Yeah, I mean, you could you could see why I would why I would give it the award for that then. <laughs> yeah. It, anyway, yeah, it's 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 exactly that. It's just everything uh, around Kendrick, and that it's probably going to be the same on the next one too. Like, I still have this feeling of like, all right, well, this one wasn't that great. Damn, kind of started this downward trend already mm-hmm. uh, for me. But I still have high hopes for the next one. Right. Yeah. So that's the power of uh, who Kendrick Lamar is. So. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. Wait. Wait. Uh, Drake. 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 You, you no. don't. You don't want this award. Just sit down. Like you. This is the one you don't want. All right. So Drake. just. Yeah. Oh my God. You can't stop with this guy. I'm sure that you can talk to Kendrick about getting at least one of those, but do it off the podcast. Yeah. Oh my gosh, what is this? Oh, we got a live tweet. Oh, oh my gosh, we got a live tweet from Macklemore saying that Kendrick doesn't deserve this. Oh no, God. 
Macklemore said that he made Kendrick his own. Oh, he made his own most disappointing album award for himself. <laughs> Macklemore, you weren't nominated by any of us. We didn't have expectations for you to have a good album this year. <laughs> Macklemore just casually listening to this podcast, like, what the hell, guys? <laughs> and live, like before we've sent it out. <laughs> that's right. Yeah, he's one. That's right. Yeah, he's behind. He's he's. <laughs> behind me also drake and him are both just staring over my shoulder yeah macklemore also thought he was going to win i don't think he's released an album in at least a couple years so (laughs) this is an interesting choice um i wonder if he did i don't even know (laughs) when the last time he released an album was that's that's a great great question uh that i'm not interested in answering uh so where do you want to go next all right let's go on to best picture all right, let's do it. So, unlike the Oscars, um, the Virgin Oscars, the Chad <laughs> Scopey Awards, yes, <laughs> we do Best Picture right in the middle of the goddamn thing. Um, <laughs> so, for us, Best Picture, Best Album Cover, right? A picture, yes. right? So, very cute. Um, all right, this is always a fun one for us too. We're we're big album cover guys uh, as well. Um, absolutely yeah uh actually we've definitely uh i mean patrick at least some of our older episodes he provided no analysis of the record itself but he's like you know what based on the album cover i give this one a seven i'm like great yes yeah i i hard carried the podcast early on it was incredible yeah we had a, a long conversation like dude okay you don't have to listen to any of these albums just at least give some something like just get, some pretend yeah so. i can't speak 50 minutes uninterrupted with you doing mm, mm-hmm, mm, and <laughs> and then you talk about the album cover for a couple seconds yeah man that cover i just oh, I, I love it <laughs> <laughs> all right um so uh all right best picture my nominees uh fontaine's dc skinty fia oh nice choice yeah jer with uh bothered unbothered Viagra Boys, Cave World. Nice. Cheek Face, Too Much to Ask. Mm-hmm. Is Cute Doggo. Um, <laughs> and then uh, Duran Duran, Rio, which I understand <laughs> Fantastic. did not come out this year, but I listened to it for the first time this year, and that album cover is fucking incredible. Shout out that to, is awesome. Shout out to Patrick Nagel. What a great artist he is. Um <laughs> Oh, and Duran Duran showed up. Calm down. (laughs) There are two categories left. (laughs) Oh, God. Um, My winner, though, is not Duran Duran, all right? Sorry, Duran Duran. I I know you thought you might win this one for some reason. I don't know. That was incredible foresight for you to think you could even be nominated. They are here, by the way. They are here for Rio. (laughs) They campaigned hard for Rio, and I'm like, we don't accept 1980s albums. Um... God, it's the longest drum roll. The winner. Our drummer, yeah. <laughs> the winner, a band with a good drummer, Fontaine's DC, Skinty Nice. Fire. Yeah. That is a surprising pick. Yeah. So this is one, uh, something I like to think about when I think about good album covers. So this album cover is visually striking. Uh, of course, that's a, an important criterion for me, right? This is just how does it actually look? It has a bold, like, red, orange, and yellow color palette. Um but the other important element for a good album cover for me, 
sometimes but not always is like the messaging of the album cover uh that can really kind of take it to another level for me um so the the album cover is a picture of a deer inside of a house and the picture serves as a metaphor for the album as a whole uh given the background of fontaine's dc and given the content of the music on this album uh so for those who are not familiar um like Duran Duran, for example, I'm not sure if you follow the post-punk scene like that, uh, but um, Fontaine's DC is a post-punk band uh, from Dublin, Ireland, right? DC, Dublin City, uh, which I never knew until just recently. Um, however, the band yeah. is now Thanks. in London, uh, and one of the themes of this album is feeling like you're somewhere you don't belong, or feeling like your next chapter isn't exactly what you thought it was going to be. Uh, so to an extent, Fontaine's DC don't feel at home in London in the same way that a deer does not feel at home inside of a house. Um, and a lot of the album has those kind of like, <clears throat> those feelings going for it. It has a lot of like political messaging about both Ireland and England. Um, it's, it's worth noting, too, that the title of the album, Skinty Fia, is an Irish saying that translates to the damnation of the deer. Uh, it's also also worth noting that I just like deer. You know, I, I think they're pretty neat. Uh, I think they're very cute. So you add up all of these factors together, and uh, it gets best picture for me. So shout out to uh, Fontaine's with apologies to Duran Duran. Dang, that is great. That's, that yeah. is such a great... Uh, breakdown of that it's good i mean it's it's good stuff good album good album cover great band in my opinion uh definitely check them out if you haven't um yeah i love that yeah. that's that's a, that was a surprising but well broken down pick well thank you thank you yeah all right drake we have come on we have one more <laughs> i know that you worked really hard on both of your album covers this year they were so bad both of them <laughs> <laughs> yeah they were both like in the talk about how bad the album covers were right. too that's <laughs> so bad oh god all right well my nominees are mm. blute os nord oh. disharmonium undreamable abysses yeah this is where the metal comes in all right oh yeah yeah well Cities of Eve. Oh, oh, that's a good one. Man Plays Horn. I love that one. It's so good. Death Dynamic Shroud. Dark Life. Also good. Backwash. Yep. His Happiness Shall Come First, Even Though We Are Suffering. And The Smile. Oh, okay. A Light for Attracting Attention. Very nice. Yeah, only got one metal pick on this. Yeah, so surprisingly. Okay. <laughs> yeah, pretty varied, actually. Good for me. Yeah, no, I love it. All right. The winner is Blue Oss Nord. Nice. Disharmonium. Yeah, it, I had to go with the, even though it's the one metal pick that's on this, it had to be what I ended up going, what it ended up going with. Mm -hmm. It's just like such a bonkers, like, I, I love that yours was much more like, heady and politically <laughs> like focused and like broken down in a very yeah like intellectual way i really went with the holy shit this is just it just looks fucking sick look at that thing like that's my <laughs> my thing whenever i see this album 
it really it's it's this album is one of those cases of like the album itself i love i think that it's such a like atmospheric and bizarre trip it's just fantastic but it's also one of those cases where the album cover really just makes a difference with uh how i listen to this album Mm. and i love that because like you said i have spent a long time not listening to albums and just looking at the album cover (laughs) guessing what they sound like and this one (laughs) and this one really matches up with that it's got such a there's like all these swirling clouds that envelop the uh the background of it all these like really dark uh, cthulhu like Mm. type tentacles that are just reaching up out of nowhere and like it's just it's somewhere in the universe don't know where it's just a total hellscape (laughs) Uh, but also just there's so much detail and just weird uh yeah weirdness to it it's just like totally disorienting um it fits the tone of the album so well i think that it's just uh i think it's great i love this kind of stuff when metal bands just go like all out on the mythology and yeah weird just like that kind of stuff like some of my favorite uh album arts like that are like from like blood incantation when they did hidden history of the human race like it's just so like out there and bizarre and weird and this is uh, again another example of that um it just feels like a total nightmare in the best way possible awesome job yeah no that's that's a great pick and um excuse me uh i'm getting emotional (laughs) what a great pick um (laughs) both of us went with uh similar color palettes kind of like a a red dark red orange a little bit of yellow in there too um, but both album covers are like completely different. Uh, yours has a Cthulhu type and, and mine has like a cute deer on it. And so, uh, yeah, yeah. That's, that's great. And I like, yeah. And I like, uh, octopuses, I guess. Yeah, right. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. And, and you know, they're cool. Like this is why the Scopey Awards are the music awards show. Um, because right. like Blue House Nord doesn't get a lot of love in other award shows you know what i mean so yeah uh so it's it's good i'm glad i'm glad they won tonight uh, they unfortunately didn't show up because they weren't expecting to be nominated right which again just the 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 damned like arrogance of duran duran to think (laughs) that they would be nominated and by the way proven right i mean just well done Um, yeah now they're gonna be at every single one of these (laughs) You know what? I think I'm going to nominate Rio every single year for Best Picture. (laughs) That's a great running bit. I mean, shit, I'm already 20-plus years late on it. 30 years, Jesus Christ. (laughs) 40 years, my goodness. Um, May as well. There's not going to be five that are like, oh, my God, I just have to talk about it. Right, unless it's Rio five times over. Um, Exactly. So we got two awards left, right? Yep. Will Uh, we make it? (laughs) (laughs) have we been taken off the air yet i'm not sure (laughs) um where do you want to go drake is is demanding that we do (laughs) (laughs) well maybe drake will get you know what uh never mind that uh let's go (laughs) he's at the Podbean headquarters right now (laughs) that's right (laughs) 
Um, All right. I think the next one we should go with is the concept one. Okay. Yes. The brand new award, best album concept, um, or as Patrick calls it, the concept one. Yeah, the concept one. (laughs) I really want that to be an Oscars thing that they take too. Let's do uh, the director one. (laughs) And... 17th nominee for uh, uh, Martin Scorsese for the director one. Um, <laughs> uh, so, okay, my categories for best album concept The Weeknd, Dawn FM. Yes. Jer, Bothered Unbothered. Viagra Boys, Cave World. Biba Doobie, Beatopia. Nice. And Backwash, His Happiness Shall Come First Even Though We Are oh, Suffering. Nice. Yeah. So this is a good year to begin doing this award uh, because I thought this was a good year for album concepts. But with all due respect to the other nominees, I ultimately went with Jer, Bothered. Oh, nice. Yeah. So I discussed this concept on our Q2 podcast. uh, But basically this album begins bothered and ends unbothered. Uh, At the beginning, Jer is anxious uh, worried, uh, kind of has this like state of mental chaos because of not only society's ills and the political climate, but they're just they're frustrated because we can't we can't solve we can't even get off the ground floor. Like we can't solve the issues that need solving if we can't even agree on what the issues are or agree that the issues that need to be solved are actually issues. Um, which is just, I totally feel him on that. Um, well said. Yeah, so as the album progresses, uh, Jer's lyrics uh, show that uh, they're getting more uh, unbothered, I guess. Uh, so their state of mind is improving. Uh, they're getting more optimistic. Uh, but in some ways, right? Not like everything is okay, optimism, but the kind of optimism that like maybe everything can possibly be okay someday uh, with enough collaboration, effort, hope, discipline. I said on the Q2 episode when I talked about this album that I think they're more optimistic than I am, and uh, and that's still true, but I don't necessarily think Jer is wrong for believing what they believe. Like, we need some optimism. Some people have to be optimistic because uh, as they say, or as they imply, I guess, paraphrased on this record, uh, change won't happen if we don't think it can happen. Um, so this is a really fun ska album. I know I've sounded kind of heady and like political, but this is a very fun as fuck uh, ska album. Um, and I really enjoy the emotional progression exhibited throughout the entire record and that's kind of what separated this for among some of the other nominees with all due respect all great albums that made my top 50 of the year mm-hmm. um i thought this one committed to its concept from beginning to end better than some of these other ones did uh that was a big part of it nice uh a lot of the other albums still great but like deviated a little too much at times um uh, with, uh, except for Backwash, I guess. Backwash was fucking, like, fully committed for three albums now, right? So, yeah. So that's awesome. And maybe you'll get into that, perhaps. Um, 
But this Jer album, you know, I think it, it's a great concept, a fun album, and the concept makes for like an enjoyable framing device. Uh, so yeah, shout out to uh, shout out to Jer. Ska Tune Network. That is yeah, fantastic. I love how much you've been repping that this year. I tell you what, I I've only listened to a couple ska records over the past couple of years, but both of them have been absolutely incredible. And so um, I just need to listen to more ska. I think I actually yep. might be a huge ska guy, and I just don't realize it because I that, rarely listen to it. That that would be I would love to see that uh, evolution start happening. I would too. There needs to be like a music head who's really into ska just a ska dude yeah Yeah, just a total ska dude yeah that's awesome (laughs) hell yeah (laughs) all right my uh choices for the concept one drake made a house album by the way before you reveal those nominees exactly (laughs) (laughs) uh no sorry drake they are whatever the weather Mm. whatever the weather Mm -hmm. self-titled be a Badoobie, mm-hmm. also. Beatopia. Arthur King, who is that? Whoa. Changing Landscapes. <laughs> that was a little bit of shade to Arthur King there. <laughs> um, They're the like, weekend. what the hell? We- <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm sitting the in weekend. row five. <laughs> yeah, right. He's like, I came. I'm the only one who showed up. <laughs> Besides Drake and Duran Duran. <laughs> and Duran Duran. The Weekend, Dawn FM, and Imperial Triumphant, Spirit of Ecstasy. Oh, yeah. Oh, so no backwash. What's that? So no backwash, then. Yeah, no backwash. I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) You definitely reacted like, oh, I might talk about backwash. Nope. Yeah. (laughs) Not even nominated. No, I love (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. No, I guess not. (laughs) That's great. It didn't make it didn't make my radar when I was thinking about my best concept. Oh, so, God. but we, I do love. Yeah. As soon as you said it, I was like, "Oh yeah, that's a great choice." This is a very <laughs> pro backwash podcast for sure. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. Yeah. My winner though is <laughs> the weekend. <laughs> no. On nice. A surprise pick here. Very nice. Because I didn't expect uh, the weekend to just come through with this, like, well formed and pretty fully committed uh, concept. Like, mm. the, and it's so wild and weird. And, like, the whole idea of a radio station, like, passing you on into the afterlife and uh it like having a tie-ins to social commentary and also just little explorations about like you know what it means to be like a person like being trying to be a good person and ending up being like a not so great person like all this like exploration of guilt and uh like the just fear of dying is done in such a weird and like hilarious way with like Jim Carrey's like just yeah. random uh, appearance. And then also ends up being like really profound by the end of it also. Um, mm-hmm. It's just so well done. I kept on like, as the year was going on, I just kept getting more and more impressed by how committed uh, the weekend actually was to this. And 
how well it ties into this character that he has been playing mm. with uh, After Hours too. Mm-hmm. I thought that like that whole tie-in is just like so fascinating and like does not happen with a pop artist his big like or uh, his size. Yeah, it does not happen very often at all. Like th- this is a really exciting thing to watch happen. Um, I've been just super impressed by this album all year long. It's just I think it's been getting just better and better. Like and uh that just shows through all these really weird bizarre details that are thrown into it um also just shout out once again to one of tricks point never Mm -hmm. for like creating this like whole atmosphere that's so like just bizarre and it's it's just great i love i love that collaboration that was (laughs) that's probably the most surprising thing to happen in pop music uh, to me and for yeah it's like it, it's crazy to think about that's that's a duo right now yeah on a tricks point never in the weekend and they're killing it they're doing amazing stuff um yeah shout out to shout out to the weekend for that yeah and it it almost won mine it was between jer and the weekend yeah. uh and i said this when we talked about this on we did a a review for the pod it got its own episode uh this album and I just love, like, the last we heard from The weekend, he was doing the Super Bowl halftime show, and he could have just done anything, and it would have sold or mm-hmm. st- streamed, like, insane numbers. Um, but instead, he made this, like, really interesting concept album about the afterlife. Uh, that's, just, that's just so fucking cool. You know, like, I, yeah. I just love that. That's just, like, kudos to The weekend for doing that and being interesting when he had no incentive to do so um, absolutely yeah yeah and the result he's so talented that like he could have put out just some like really like solid stuff and like it would have sounded amazing yeah but he was just like nah let me go on some like a24 type right. shit which is just like well, it's fantastic oh that's probably the connection right uncut gems a24 yeah. 102.0 point never say, in the weekend <laughs> I feel like ever since then, because One O Tricks Point never did the score for Uncut Gems. Yeah, also, I, I right. feel like that really had an impact on like how he looks at things. Because that's probably he's, ever since that movie, he's been like just on a creative. Was Soccer run. Mommy in that movie? By chance? <laughs> <laughs> that would be great. I'm trying to figure out how that one came out. Soccer Mommy yeah. and One O Tricks as well. Um, yeah. That would be great if she was just like, yeah, I was, that was a background background extra. In that. <laughs> yes. All right. Well, yeah, very good pick. Kudos to The weekend. Um, we have one award left, and it is yep. – we call it Best Breakthrough Artist. This, uh, some other award shows may call this Best New Artist and then give it to Boney Vare like five years after his debut album. Right. We, or fun at the like end of their career. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> we that's pretty good. Uh, we uh, are more linguistically accurate in our award naming. This is best breakthrough artist. This isn't necessarily for albums or uh, artists releasing their debut per se, though it often is. This is a a buzz award, a breakthrough award. Combined with like our own personal enjoyment, at least that's how I kind of look at it. Um, 
Yeah. Yeah, like, uh, you'll, you'll see what I'm getting at with my picks, at least, I hope. Uh, so <laughs> my nominees for best breakthrough artist. That, that's what, that's what they uh, should also do at like the Grammys too. You'll, you'll get the picture. Just, <laughs> just let us listen to <laughs> Yeah. That's like, yeah. They're like, uh, like when they first revealed, um, best urban contemporary album, like you'll see what we're getting at. <laughs> yeah. You'll see, you'll get it. Yeah. Yeah. And no controversy at all. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So my nominees for Best Breakthrough Artist, Yard Act, Charlotte nice. Adigerie and Bolis Poupoul, Wet Leg, MJ Lenderman, and Neil Young and Crazy Horse. Uh, they released an album a couple months ago. I'm kind of keeping an eye on this Neil Young guy to see see where yeah, he goes. Yeah, okay. All right. Yeah. Interesting. See where he goes from here. Um, by the way, I listened to On the Beach today as my daily listen. Uh, it's it's a very good album. So shout out to nice. Neil, shout out to Neil Young. I look forward to see what's coming from him next. Um, we'll see if he wins. Best breakthrough artist is going to be Yard Act for me. Nice. Uh, nice. So all the way back in January, which was this year, but barely, uh, the British band from Leeds, I believe, uh, Yard Act. Uh, released uh, their debut. So this was an example of an artist who released their debut album this year. It was titled The Overload. It performed well on the charts. It received a lot of critical acclaim. It was nominated for the Mercury Prize, which is like, it's kind of like a Scopey Award, but <laughs> but only British acts. Uh, right. So, you know, it's, it's whatever. Um, and I personally really enjoyed this album, right? So stylistically, they take like a poppier approach to post-punk. It's it's like Brit-pop combined with post-punk. Reminds me a little bit of the Arctic Monkeys if I were to compare them to a band. Um, I'm not a huge Arctic Monkeys guy, but I'm a big Yard Act guy, uh, especially because of the lyrics. Um, the instrumentation and the vocals are pretty solid as well, don't get me wrong, but it's the lyrics that stole the show for me on this album. I loved the wit the humor, the dark humor, the creativity, and the personality of the lyricism on this album. Uh, it, because it, it it's all of those things, but it did so while commenting on societal issues, especially focused on like greed and wealth inequality. Uh, I also really enjoyed the later songs on this album that touched on more like existential themes. Uh, I went into more detail about the lyrics and the album as a whole on our Q1 episode, uh, so please check that out if you're interested. And please check out Yard Act if you're interested. Um, it's a lot of fun. You, you may actually be familiar with Yard Act already. They, they were pretty big in the UK this year, at least. Um, mm -hmm. With that, they weren't the buzziest name in my pool of nominees or in music in general, um, I would say kind of the the indie it group this year was uh, Wet Leg. I, I from a buzz perspective, I would oh, say. Oh yeah, that's a good call. Yeah, and um, you know, shout shout out to Wet Leg, who I enjoy, but they're the latest in this like, um, you know, female fronted indie rock band uh, gets put on a pedestal by a bunch of blogs, and then a bunch of dudes come out of the woodwork, and they're like, actually, this girl yeah, group right. isn't all that good. <laughs> You know, wet leg Who never. Could that be? Yeah, right. Yeah, wet leg. 
never asked to be called overrated by a bunch of redditors, right? But here they are. Yeah. Uh, they're the latest in the long line of snail males and soccer mommies and Phoebe Bridgers. Um, but yeah, wet leg was enjoyable, and you know I thought they deserved all the hype they got. Um, Yard Act yeah, didn't. That's a good call. Yeah, it, it, and so they were buzzier than Yard Act, and Yard Act didn't even release my favorite album from the nominees. Uh, shout out to uh, Charlotte Dijeri and Belize Papool. But I think Yard Act is kind of the best combination of those two for me. So they had some hype. They had an album I really enjoyed. They broke out this year, and so uh, that's my personal pick for best break. That's awesome. Yeah, I love, I love that. Uh, I like that. Oh, yeah, wow. yeah, yeah. All right, Drake, you broke out in two thousand nine, I think. Like, what the hell? Great, great. Come on now, please. <laughs> yeah, this is an award for Neil Youngs, not for Thanks. not for you. <laughs> Drake is flying to the UK right now. He said he's got some tings to take care oh, of. Oh no, he said he said I, my next album is going to be a yard act to follow. I'm like Drake, yeah. Drake, what are you doing? What are you doing, Drake? Drake, please. I thought that you were banned in the UK. <laughs> is he really? <laughs> no, I just say it. He's, he's, <laughs> no, I'm, I'm just, just saying. saying. I'm just spreading misinformation on the podcast. Hey, that'll that'll put us up on the the Podbean right. uh, <laughs> most <Exactly>. searched. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus yeah, Christ! Demographic is all over the place. <laughs> what a cesspool that was! Jesus Christ! <laughs> all right, uh, who did you nominate? Shout out to our our hosting platform. <laughs> <laughs> Please don't take us off. <laughs> Jesus Christ! <laughs> just incredible. Steve yeah. Bannon and Stephen Bannon both made it. Unfucking believable. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> it's just Steve Bannon like putting on like a, a flannel shirt or something. <laughs> it's, he just puts on like glasses. Putting on a button yeah. up and he's now Stephen Bannon. <laughs> oh God! Thank right. you for hosting this podcast. We really appreciate it. We got to get through this. Come on, now. <laughs> that's right. I'm saying that like mostly to me. Like, <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm done, right? I'm good. Yeah. <laughs> this yeah. is you. Like, come on, you can do. This. I I already did all my winners. <laughs> yeah, Will, you can let me do this now. <laughs> <laughs> this is true. This is true. Yeah. All right. No, on me now. <laughs> the, the best breakthrough artist for me came down to some great acts. Mm. All these, all these, uh, all these guys made uh, my top fifty list. Um, but, and they all put out some stellar stuff, but it just had to come down to one person. Hmm. So I got Sudan Archives. Oh, nice. Natural Brown Prom Queen. I am like spoiling a little bit, I guess, here. Um, (laughs) (laughs) you are the listing nominees. One of them is going to win. Like that's the, that's the structure of how this works. So you're good. (laughs) Uh, Guy Guevara. Hmm. Right. Uh, Gais, maybe? Gais Guevara? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I've only, like, written it out, like, so many times, and I've never actually, like, <laughs> said it. So, Gais Guevara, There Will Be No Super Slave, uh, Death Dynamic Shroud, with mm. Dark Life this year, Chat Pile, God's Country, mm. Just Mustard, mm. Hard Under. Okay, very nice. And Drake. No. <laughs> <laughs> Drake for So Far Gone. Yeah. And okay, Drake. I'll just I'll say it. <laughs> uh, Drake. <laughs> yeah. All right. No, the uh, winner is 
Chat pile, God's nice. country. Very nice. Very nice. Yeah, they uh, like I said, all these all these artists put out some great stuff this year. Chat pile just absolutely blew it out of the water, though. Mm. This is their debut album too, um, and that's that makes it just extra special because this is truly a breakthrough because it's the first one and mm-hmm. they just made so many waves in the metal world in just heavy music in general and then in the indie world i would say too because they were getting so much love from all the uh blogosphere type music places so it's been really cool to like watch this happen um yeah it's just such a crazy album that has uh, so many great industrial, dark, twisted elements to it, and then just some like fantastic uh, social commentary that's done in a very like brutally simple and in-your-face way. Um, it doesn't like rest too hard on like too many like symbolic elements. It's just point blank, very <laughs> uh, depressing and bleak. Uh, call outs on the world that we live in today mm-hmm. on uh on it, it dives deep into things like addiction and uh, me- mental health issues in general and then all, it always does this in a way that's just very point blank and cold but also very cathartic and engaging and um terrifying but like just in the best possible way it just feel i feel like such a weird sense of like relief after listening through to this album it's just such a great burst of energy uh these guys are so cool i'm super excited to Mm. see where they go from here because they started off with a pretty wild and out there project um yeah it'll be it'll be awesome to to see what happens so shout out to chat pile very nice stuff very nice and um yeah that's it's a great pick and let's just briefly recap our winners for uh, tonight. Uh, most pleasantly surprising album, uh, Soul Glow, Diaspora Problems, and also Willie Nelson. Uh, I'm sorry, I don't know the name of the album. Um, oh, A Beautiful Time. A Beautiful Time. Uh, most disappointing album, two-time winner, <laughs> uh, Kendrick Lamar, <laughs> uh, Mr. Morale and the Big Steppers. Best Picture, Fontaine's DC with Skinty Fia, as well as Blute Aus Lord with Disharmonium. Um, best album concept, uh, Jer with Bothered Unbothered, as well as The Weekend for Dawn FM, and then mm-hmm. best breakthrough artist, Yard Act and Chat Pile. And so those are your winners this year. Congratulations to everyone who received a Scopey. Yeah. All right. And uh, maybe we Drake, just we will we will let you we will <laughs> let you host a little bit next year. Oh God! <laughs> if we can remember that, I'll figure something out to. As part of the book, I'll, I'll find a way to incorporate Drake. Um, so it'll be Drake. It'll be Drake and Twenty One Savage hosting the Scopies next year. God help us all. Um, all right, thank you all for joining us at the Scopie Awards this year. We had a lot of fun. Thank you, Patrick, for hosting uh, live from the red carpet. We've been on the red carpet this entire time. Um, yeah, gotta go sit down. Yeah, now that the award show is over, <laughs> we can go inside where it's held and then sit down. <laughs> Maybe maybe chat it up with Duran Duran. All right, everyone. Thanks for thanks for joining. We'll see you on the Songs of the Year podcast. <laughs>